For the second time. We're back. We're yeah. energized. Yeah. I mean, as much as you can be. It's it's a little bit late. Yeah. But I I didn't want to push again. I we had to push a little bit and I um, fell asleep putting the kids to bed. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, you fault. were you were working hard and, and all that. And so sometimes we have to push our Wednesday to Thursday. But I, I was too excited. We've there's been a lot going on yes, with the podcast. Like, yeah. in terms of feedback I've been getting lately, Ooh. I've been really excited. So excited. So excited. I got to be honest. Yeah. So, Saturday, this most recent Saturday, yeah. my oh, wife and I had yeah, a wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You guys didn't get married, but you went to a wedding. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I ran into someone who I hadn't seen in a while, mm-hmm. and it was Ryan. Yeah. Who we worked with at Blue Root. Yeah. Who has become, like this mad libs podcast super fan and i was i felt so good yeah when he walked up to me and he's like dude i listened to every episode yeah he was like what what are you guys on 179 not like he was like calling out like yep. very specific details and he's listened since the very beginning yeah and like I, I since the inception there's been a lot of people that have caught probably maybe even every episode uh, been listening since the beginning and and I'm very appreciative and so to have him like I I won't lie I have not felt like such a rock star in my life yeah probably since so when I was a teacher at North Boone High School uh, it was a small town there were times where I'd like be at the the grocery store mm-hmm. you know picking up whatever some food Groceries. or some some fro- some frozen pizzas some for, the, for the boys. And they would be like, oh, Mr. A, what's going on? Like, they'd be, like, so excited. Mm-hmm. It felt like that again. And I'm like, yeah. I can only imagine what it's like. I know it's also probably invasive at times. But what it's like to be a true rock star. Yeah. But for a moment, for a yeah. hint, Ryan made me feel that way. And, Where like, go, he Ryan? introduced me yeah. to people as, like, the podcaster that he listens to on the Mad Libs podcast. Yeah. And so I, I just, I'm just, the only thing that was disappointing though yeah. was that you weren't there. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you didn't even know the bride and groom. I, but was, like, I was working, but I did enjoy the text messages that yeah. I got from you and from Ryan. So I, I think it just would have been a magical Mad Libs yeah. moment to like have our dirty dancing moment that we like to do on the dance floor. At the weddings, yes. At the wedding, <laughs> being announced like as the Mad Libs podcast and yeah. do that. And now. You know, it's so funny, too, that you bring that up, because I, maybe I brought this up on the podcast before, but we did. I had a magical moment with you at your wedding. Yes. Um, now, we hadn't known each other for all that long, but you still let me come to the dancing part of your wedding, to Hell the reception. Yeah. It was a blast. Hell um, yeah. I have brought that up before, because I talked about your dad's reaction to me being there mm-hmm. with, with Gabs and Joe, and it yeah. was awesome. But at my wedding, um, you stood up at my wedding, so yeah. <laughs> who's winning there? Um, you're the... Me. You're the, you're the better friend no that's not true i just knew you for longer <laughs> um at my wedding i challenged you to a dance-off and the most beautiful thing about it was you didn't even think twice no i said brian i'm gonna play a song right now and you and i are going to dance yes and you said give me two minutes i have to pee <laughs> <laughs> you're right wow that is I, great I, recall i did not I remember, remember that but i, I can, remember it vividly i can now see myself walking yeah. on the hardwood going yes yeah. Down that way and yeah. then to the left to the bathroom. Dude. I oh. see it now. And uh, th- just so everybody knows on the podcast, too, it was to the song Dance Off by Macklemore, which is probably the best song that he's ever done. Uh, okay. yeah. And the dance, I you know, I don't remember it being, I remember it being magical. I don't remember the dance moves being great. <laughs> in our minds, yeah. it was probably oh, in my, way better. Oh, in my mind, I was like, that was the best fucking like experience of dance ever. That's better than Saturday Night Fever. Dude, way better. Um, but mine and Brian's signature move is just the dirty dancing move where Brian holds me up in the air. Yeah. 
and it was beautiful. But I literally actually had people come up to me afterwards, like, "Oh my God, how long did you guys choreograph for that for?" And I was like, "Oh, we didn't." <laughs> <laughs> well, and the funny part is, is that's the best way to end it for us because it yeah. was a dance off, a true battle, yes, of titans, yes. on the on the dance floor, yeah. and there's no winner or loser if it ends with a dirty dancing move like that never i mean we were both winners the lift the lift yeah we both became winners yeah and you know you yeah. were you were just above everyone because you were the groom and it's it's the groom's yeah. day everyone knows <laughs> when it comes to weddings it's yeah. it's all about the groom well i will tell you this like I think it was that dancing that helped me to, you know, I brought a chick home that night. Yeah, you consummated the marriage. Dude, I was like, hey, yo, what's up, baby? You want to come back with me to the hotel? And my wife was like, yes. <laughs> Where else am I going to She said, go? I do. <laughs> you. <laughs> I said, later, babe. <laughs> oh, God. The late night podcast. The late it night gets podcast. weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we could get some levity in. Yeah. You know what else is weird? Yeah. Not voting for an act that like helps all the veterans Ooh. that are fighting for our country. Wow, went right in on yeah. it. Yeah, went right in on it. You're 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 getting fired up a little yeah. bit more. You know, there's. I'm always going to be very fired up, yeah. and as Ryan pointed out, there's times where you kind of bring me back. You know, I, I think sometimes you get even more fired up than me, and this is not a surprise. Yeah, that. I just looked as par for the course, you know, out of these particular uh, party members. But yeah, boy, you came in, you came in hot, and and you're yeah. coming in hot on the podcast, and I like to see it. You know what, dude? It's just, um, it seems th- this whole thing is beyond me. But I think I think it's I think it's a good thing too. Um, by the way, the title of this episode will be called 11, uh, 11 assholes." Um, <laughs> Title of your sex tape. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I stole that from uh, uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how you have such a response? So obviously, so anybody who hasn't been keeping up, the Pact Act has been you know uh, it's been around for a little while now. It went through the House originally, and then just got you know after Chuck or uh, after Schumer decided that he was going to try to do some cool stuff for the Democratic Party, the Republicans are like, well, how can we stick it to them? Oh, I have an idea. Let's just say fuck you to all of our people who served in our military and worked at burn pits because, I mean, who cares about them? Um, anyways, lots of protests. Um, and what is it, about a week later? Mm-hmm. Um, they, they finally talked some sense into, or I guess maybe scared enough Republicans to change their votes back to yes, and I believe it was just yesterday, yesterday evening maybe, that it it, it passed uh, the Senate floor. Yeah. Um, but still, oddly enough, some holdouts. Yeah. So I think I don't. I know we talked a little bit about this in the last podcast, but I do want to continue giving context to it. Yeah. Uh, as Kevin alluded to, Chuck Schumer kind of pulled a fast one on the Republicans when they uh, passed a prior bill. Part of that was so or McConnell agreed to it by saying hey we'll agree to this bill it was the it was um what chips, was it chips act yeah the chips act uh to to bring more manufacturing for uh semiconductors and super chips and as we said before too i, I mean why they had to wheel and deal on that when it was good for the republicans as well because yeah. they need those microchips for their missiles very true. Um, I mean, not to mention like the cars that people drive and everything that everybody uses. Right. Um, yeah, we we have a shortage of cars right now, and that's part of the reason why. Yeah. But they were bringing back, you know, these semiconductors and super chips and all that, uh, and the manufacturing of them and being less dependent on China and, and overseas to you know manufacture those and then ship them back, etc. It eliminates the supply chain issues. It eliminates extra cost. It's a it's a major win. Yeah, I I do have me personally. I had some issues with it just because hey, we're giving, you know, federal we're we're subsidizing these companies that are making billions in profits. Right. But we're now subsidizing it in efforts to get more jobs back, and that's that's 
good. That's a win. We've said this, you know, many times, probably at nauseum on the podcast, about how important it is to bring jobs back to the United States. Yeah, especially manufacturing and, yeah. and good-paying manufacturing jobs. You know, that's a, a key ingredient is we don't want to continue making these, you know, eight, nine dollar an hour jobs. Like that's not what's going to propel America forward. That's but not so, raising the uh, the water levels for everyone, as you say. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. So the CHIPS Act gets passed, and the way that it got bipartisan support was Schumer or McConnell saying, hey, we'll agree to do this, McConnell being the leader of the Republican Party right now in the Senate. We'll do this. We just don't want to do anything more with the infrastructure, right? We don't want to see any more climate change bullshit. Yeah. We don't want to see any more you know, inflation you know, uh, assistance, et cetera. We don't want to see that. And Chuck Schumer was like, okay, well, we got to get this done first. So they get the chips done, uh, the chips act done. And then within hours, uh, all of a sudden, Joe Manchin's like, you know what? I'm, I'm good with this infrastructure deal. It's going to help with inflation. Yeah. And, you know, he added some some parts that benefited his his state of West Virginia as well. Um, you know, getting programs for uh, um, training and stuff like that to get out of the coal mines better. <laughs> Uh, healthcare for coal miners, et cetera, et cetera. So the infrastructure bill passes, and that's when the Republican Party was up in arms. And that's really the only reason that people can logically explain what the Republicans did. Now, yeah. they have some different framing of it, but really they had all passed it. It had passed bipartisan in, in a bipartisan fashion already. Uh, and then it went to the House, and by 80, the time it came back, eighty-four to sixteen, correct, yeah. was the first vote. Yeah, eighty. Uh, I think eighty-four to fourteen, and then two abstained. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. but this was eighty. What eighty something to eleven? Yeah, and so there were a couple more uh, abstainers, but the idea was when it came back, twenty-five had flipped, and so they weren't able to beat the filibuster. Which, once again, the dumbest fucking thing about our political system is like, hey, we're a democracy, but not really. We have a bunch of representatives that can block the majority anyways, here nor there. That happens, and then all of a sudden you had this outrage about it. And it was being led by Jon Stewart. Jon yeah. Stewart is has been one of the focal points of getting shit done when it comes to like the 9-11 first responders. He was testifying yes. before Congress. And, you know, he's he's incredibly eloquent. He is very funny, so he can bring humor, he can bring eloquence, and then when it's neither of those are working, he gets fucking pissed. Yeah. He starts yelling, he gets up there, he is a true protester. And so I think after the outrage of the PACT Act not passing the second time, or uh, the first when, time. It, when it came back yeah. to the Senate, uh, John Stewart started leading the charge. He was all over Twitter, and it really put the pressure on a yeah. lot of these Republicans. That is certainly the twenty-five that had flipped that had originally passed it, and then retracted that, and were like, "No, no, no, we're not doing it." So, well, and you had a large group of people that were literally protesting, and they stayed there for the entire week through yeah. through the rainstorms, through the the heat, everything intense. You know what I mean? Just trying to have the right thing be done. Well, I mean, if, if you think about it, A, you're probably going to have a lot of veterans who have tons seen a lot worse than sitting through the rain and, and the cold and or yeah. the, the sun and, you know, the night, lack of sleep, all of that. They've seen worse. Yeah. But they're also probably in such bad condition, like they needed this to pass in order to get the health care that they needed. So these burn pits... I know we had talked about them in the past, but catching some people up, yeah, uh, some of our new listeners, etc. The idea is these burn pits was all of this waste, uh, and and so it's not just like waste of like oh you know someone didn't eat all their apple or their chicken and let's throw it in no it was like medical and chemical waste oh absolutely rubber all of these fumes Munitions, that were toxic machinery yeah, like everything absolutely toxic. So they would burn this all to get rid of it because, you know, you don't have garbage dumps when you're trying to basically, you know, uh, invade a country. So they were they were creating these burn pits and the people that had to, you know, continuously burn things we found have basically destroyed 
yeah. their breathing capacity, you know, well, destroyed develop, their, 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 their lungs. Developed like weird diseases, you yeah. know what I mean? Things like that. Lots of cancers and, uh, yeah, it's, you know, and then we're going it, to, it's, well, and it's a big, and the girl. problem, the problem was, is when they came back, they were being forced to quote unquote, like actually prove they had to hire that, lawyers. Yeah, they that they, to... it was the burn pits that caused this, not just hey, you you got lung cancer. Have you ever smoked a cigarette before? Oh, it might have been that. Well, no, we know yeah. that it's the burn pits, but you know, insurance companies are what they are, and so they were denying coverage. And because this hadn't been outlined by the VA yet, as hey, these burn pits led to these diseases there was a lot of denial going on. And so what the PACT Act is actually doing is a making sure that they don't have to prove shit anymore. Right. If you were a veteran, you're going to get the care you need and deserve. And then also that there's going to be enough money to do so. And so I believe it was what 400 billion that they passed over a 10 year period. Correct. And so you know, that's one thing. When we look at a lot of these bills, they're usually bills for 10 years, like a 10-year span. So, like, the the infrastructure bill was $1.7 trillion. That's $170 billion a year. It's not $1.7 trillion that year. Right. So, when we look at these price tags, that's something I've, I've talked about ad nauseum as well, is, like, we got to do a better job of framing this. Right. Right. Like it's not one point seven trillion. It's one hundred and seventy billion dollars a year over 10 years, which equals one point seven trillion. I think a lot of people have sticker shock and they see this and they're like, right. how could we be spending this? That's why we're twenty one trillion dollars in debt. It's like you didn't just add one trillion dollars on tomorrow. It's over time. And there's ways to reduce that that deficit. Similarly here, the four hundred billion is over 10 years. And if you're telling me with a budget of what $800 billion that we spend per year on the military, we couldn't we couldn't have been doing an extra 40 billion. Like it should be coming out of the military budget. We've said this before, there's a lot of things that you can do with the 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 money spent on the military budget. Well, and, and this is part of the military, yeah. right? This is yeah. We talk about the resources. There is nothing more important in terms of a resource than the human resources being dedicated to the military. And that's that's the armed soldiers. That's the yeah. the, the medical professionals that, you know, uh, sign up for the army and, and, you know, become medics, etc. There are so there's so much being dedicated to the military. And then it's like. It's it's like deprecated, like it's it's old technology. You know what right? they should do is they should make that money that should be part of the military budget. Yeah, taking care of soldiers when they get home. I mean, listen, if you're gonna if if you're gonna have Nancy Pelosi going over to Taiwan and pissing off the Chinese, I get it. You want your military budget, but like, <laughs> you also want those people to go be able to fight in the military. Like, I'm I'm glad she did it. Oh, I hey. I'm all for it. I know that everybody in the administration was telling her not to do it. No, but they want to. They want to just like we we're trying to weather the storm with the whole Russia Ukraine thing. They're like, we're getting everything yeah. back in balance, and it's like, do we really want to poke the bear? And the and the answer is, yeah, fuck it, dude. I do poke it tw twice a week. Well, yeah. Poke poke. <laughs> uh, for guys, those of you that aren't, well, we don't privy to the view. Uh, it, Kevin just poked me. Yeah, I'm the bear. Yeah. That's actually the entire, uh, that was the whole preface for the podcast. That's why we got started, because I like to poke Brian. Not <laughs> physically, but emotionally. <laughs> Very fair. So when we're, when we're talking about the PAC tech, this is, this is one of the craziest things. I think it took so long to get there. And then to still have 11 people, 11 Republicans, I shouldn't say people, not that Republicans well, aren't people, ten, but ten, these 11 ten Republicans aren't. and then supposedly a libertarian. Oh, Rand Paul is not a libertarian. Yeah, he says he is. He's a piece of shit. What a real jerk. He's a piece of shititarian. Well, this is this is like a moment that, and I, this is what I was saying to Brian in you know our lengthy text messages that we send back and forth with one another. After I Brian I I, I blamed Brian for all the problems that America's having. Uh, that's a direct quote. Um, <laughs> Um, 
I said this, I, I really, I feel like this could be a real turning point for the Republican Party. Because now you're showing the Republican Party can be pushed around. Mm-hmm. They can be scared into doing something, even like in this case where it's it's the right thing. We need to be taking care of these military veterans. They need to be getting the care that they deserve and that they need when they come mm-hmm. back home. And it, it should go beyond this. I mean, we need to invest more money in, in taking care of our veterans mentally when they're coming back from war, um, not just you know physically uh, health-wise. But I'm really I'm hoping that this is going to be the moment where the Republican realize Republican Party realizes that, you know, okay, shit, people are paying attention now. We can't be smoke and mirrors anymore. Right. Because you have a bill that they literally did not change. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I think there's maybe a couple of different stipulations that they changed, but they put in the second time around when it actually came through the Senate. But this bill stayed the same. The pay yeah, fours the, were the, the pay fours were the same. Yep. Everything like that. Yeah. And then it was really. Correct me if I'm wrong, Brian, but I believe a lot of this funding was going to be coming from a little bit of a corporate tax hike. Uh, I don't remember where that was. I know the corporate tax hike had to do with the uh, infrastructure one. So there was a 15% hike where, uh, like, I think it's like the top 50 corporations in America pay 0% taxes. Or 15% is like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so they're jumping up to 15% like mandatory. There's no like, oh, we created created X amount of jobs, so we get like this credit towards our... No, 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 no. There's a 15% corporate tax going on. Which that's less than most, almost all American citizens pay. You know what I mean? If you you break it down like that... um, not to mention, like, because the big talking point for the Republicans when they're combating that is always like, well, um, you know, you're going to be hurting small businesses. You're going to be hurting all these mom and pop businesses that are trying to make it. Now they're going to have to pay this 15 percent. And that, Well, it, it, when you actually, like, look into it, it's really only affecting Fortune 500 companies. Right. Companies that are like, yeah, they can dish out that 15 percent. No problem. Yeah, they should have been all along. Yeah. I mean, we, we've talked about it a lot is is the idea of Reagan. Like Reagan is the reason that corporate taxes and taxes on the ultra rich ha- ever came down. Right. Like we had a progressive tax system where the upper one percent paid, you know, 90 percent taxes at the highest level of brackets. Now, that's not 90 percent of all their income. It's like think of it this way. If someone's making $10 million a year and they're paying, let's say they they top out at 39.6, anything over 250000 they top out at 39.6%, or actually probably less now that the Trump taxes never got put back to where they were during the Obama administration. But during the Obama administration, it was 396 That was the highest tax bracket. So anything over two fifty was taxed at 39%. Now... The way it would have worked was, oh, we got to seven hundred fifty thousand. We're gonna bump th- anything over seven hundred fifty thousand. You're gonna be taxed at, we'll say, fifty percent, and then you know another hundred thousand over that. It's sixty percent, and then you get up to you know ten million dollars, and anything over ten million dollars is taxed at ninety percent. And there's people that still make a hundred million dollars a year or whatever. They 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 increase their valuation or whatever the fuck people do that are super rich now. That's how it used to be until Reagan. And then Reagan also took down corporate taxation. And there are all of these loopholes now and ways and creative accountants can, you know, make a very good living finding ways for corporations to dodge taxes. Whether it's through tax havens or, or these loopholes and everything like that. The infrastructure bill is starting to address that by A, bolstering the IRS and B, a mandatory 15%. There is no less than 15% no matter what kind of credits you get. We talked about that in a previous podcast. There's the guy in Singapore who's making millions and millions and millions of dollars just basically finding tax havens for all these ultra-wealthy people and companies. And it's, you know, here's a guy who's freaking has a, you know, multi-million dollar cigar and wine collection because of saving money for companies that make well, I want to say way too much, but are not paying their fair share is what I'll say instead. Exactly. They're just not. They're Dude, not I would be happy share. to live off a million dollars a year. Yeah. If yeah you, I mean, if I was making a million dollars a year, I'd be like, fucking hey, baby. Yeah, I'm on you could, easy you street. Could, you could put half of that away. Yeah. And then in five years, just be done forever. Dude. Retire. 
Yeah. And your family be fully taken care of, et cetera. Yeah. Getting back to it, though. Yeah. The 11 senators. Oh, I'm some, glad. Okay, this is where some, I want to go Some next. names didn't surprise me. Some did. And I want to attack Romney first. Okay. I want to go after Romney. I know who you want to go after, and I appreciate that. But I want to go after Romney. Because Mitt Romney keeps fluctuating. Like, I do not like his policy in general. But he's had some moments. Like, he voted to impeach Donald Trump uh, the second time. He voted to make sure that there was the January 6th hearings, etc. Right. He's done some really good things. He claims to be a debt hawk. But he was one of the 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 people that was happy with the, the Trump tax plans. Which... The Trump tax plans in a matter of two or three years cut out $1.7 trillion of revenue. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's revenue we will never get back. That is not money that went to, you know, the middle, the, the middle and lower classes. That, I think it was like 87% or something went to the, the, the highest money makers in America. So, and then when it, you know passed over the two years everyone else's brackets went back to normal except the highest bracket stayed yeah. low i think it stayed at like 36 percent which you know three percent when you're talking you know tens of millions is a massive deal and so mitt romney claims to be this debt hawk but he's not yeah the only time he really gives a shit about the debt is when it comes to services and this is the most annoying thing I've ever seen is when he decides to be a debt hawk when it comes to taking care of American soldiers. And he can complain that there was a quote-unquote slush fund. There was never a slush fund. Well, you want to talk about slush funds, I could tell you about a few fucking slush funds, right? <laughs> well, the whole military budget is a slush he, fund. Is he? Okay. okay. So, so with Romney claiming that this was a slush fund, and this is something that Jon Stewart went bonkers over and yeah. it was great to see yeah he's like there was never a slush fund not in the first passing of it when everyone was on board there wasn't anything added in terms of a slush fund there is a lot of extra money added to make sure that no veteran is getting denied right treatments just because they you know oh they got to go prove it no you don't have to prove shit when it comes to the burn pits or whatever you go get treated yeah, they were all pretty like across because even like especially like you know Senator Toomey, um, you know who's probably my least favorite. He's he's gonna ah, be out. He's yeah. gonna be out. I would imagine so. Yeah, um, I'll take Doctor Oz over that fucker. No, nah, I know. Take Fetterman, <laughs> baby. He's beating the shit out of Oz. I know that doesn't surprise Oof. me. Makes me so happy. Yeah, go back to New Jersey, Doctor Oz. <laughs> Where your real home oh, is. Oh, well, he's not actually in New Jersey. I think he's, you know, fucking, I don't know, in the Hamptons or wherever he was. He was in Europe yeah. for a little while. Yeah. Some island place that I've never heard of and can never afford to go um, until the podcast makes it big, baby. He's sponsoring some but fake all... fat loss pill. Dude. <laughs> don't worry about your heart. I was a heart surgeon. I know things. This um, ephedra is fine. <laughs> But they're all saying, like, you know, Toomey's big thing was it was a budgetary gimmick. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, it's it's ridiculous. You know, one name that I was a little surprised that didn't make the uh, the no votes was Ted Cruz. Yeah, Ted Cruz he is too politically has... savvy. Yeah, no. He's, I... he's too politically savvy because he knows when, like, I mean, obviously he was one of the 25 that did flip. Yeah. Uh, but when it came to this, there was so much scrutiny and public. And this is the thing. This is the thing. Sorry. I, I, I know I said I'd give you some space no, here no, to no. talk. You're fine. Here, here's the beautiful thing. I hop in when I want. Here, here's here's I, what excites me the most about this, Kevin, mm -hmm. is this is the perfect display. Again, we just had Roe v. Wade. Mm -hmm. Now we're having this where the public is fucking outraged. Yep. And the public is starting to recognize that these politicians don't control you. You control them. Yep. And if you guys, those listening, those, you know, you speak with your family, your friends, and you get them involved, you have conversations, you mm -hmm. tell them to listen to the Mad Libs podcast, get them to follow on both Spotify and Apple, and then they're having the conversation with us, 
everyone starts getting involved, this is what happens. Change can happen yeah. at any given moment. That's what I was trying to say, man. That's why I wanted to have this conversation this evening. Hell yeah. I think it's super important. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm totally disappointed in Rand Paul. I mean, I think he's, well, listen, I, at this point, I just think he's kind of an idiot. I'm sorry. Well, I'm No, he's an idiot. Uh, maybe he's an intelligent man. He's an ignorant like, piece he, of he, shit. He doesn't have Kentucky's best interests at heart. You know what I mean? Um, especially when so many lovely things kind of come out of Kentucky, um, like whiskey. Is it a bourbon? Yeah, every bourbon's a whiskey. Not every whiskey's a bourbon. Yeah, it's like a rectangle. Every, every, every no, every every square is a quadrilateral, but not every quadrilateral is a square. square. Yeah. God, you're so smart, Brian. Are you college educated? Educated. <laughs> mm, Get it, boy. Um, actually, that's all I can think of that's good that comes out of Kentucky. Sorry. Oh, the <laughs> the bluegrass. Dude, they have great both grass. The, the music and the grass, the actual grass. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean the rest, the the rest of the names that were really on the list, they didn't really surprise me. Um, but I'd be interested to see what their statistics are for voting is, you know, when it comes time, uh, for their seats to be up for grabs. I, I really hope people have learned that this experiment with college football is not good for Congress, uh, with Tommy Tuberville of Alabama. He's the former Auburn coach. And I hope people are like, you know what? Herschel Walker just really isn't a good idea. I'm watching this Tommy <laughs> Tuberville thing. I'm going back with the Rev. Warnock it is. Because he's he's pulled ahead as well, which yeah. is very exciting to see. Because every single time you hear Herschel Walker speak, you're like, how is this guy going to make decisions for Americans as a whole? Yeah. You know, here's... I, I was thinking about this, Kevin. You know, the idea of liberal and conservative. And I, and I, 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 I had a conversation with Ryan, as I said, at, at, at this wedding. And, oh, I'm sure you You know, did. I'm, I'm very far left. And you're, you're more centered. And, and he, you know, he, he's little, he's, he's he fluctuates. Right. He fluctuates. Yeah. But trends more towards your side than, than my side of the spectrum. The idea of liberalism and conservatism is just absolutely. It has been tarnished so much over the years in the in the sense that conservatism wasn't meant to stop progress. Conservatism was meant to slow it down so you didn't overheat on the progression, mm-hmm. meaning let's say well, Let's say um, universal health care. Yeah. America needs it, right? There's no doubt about it. It's everywhere else in the world. Nowhere else in the world are they like, oh, yeah, no, our system sucks. We'd rather have the American system. I talked We're- to a guy who lives in Argentina today. He was at the restaurant. He comes once a year. And he was, the, I mean, fucking Argentina has a universal health care system. Not a surprise. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere you go. I think we have a, a higher GDP than Argentina does. I think we have three or four states that do. I would I would say... Try not to laugh at that. But no, yeah, no. I would say certainly California, probably New York and Texas, and maybe even Illinois. Yeah. And Florida. Florida. Here nor there. Florida. The idea of universal health care. Me? I want it tomorrow. A, a true conservative, not a Republican or a GOP conservative or a MAGA person, but like the idea of conservatism would say, okay, Brian, it can't happen tomorrow. We need to lay down a foundation. We need to get a plan in place. Obamacare was a good start. Let's get that fully fleshed out. And, and you know, five years after that, we'll continue down this roadmap. That's what conservatism is supposed to be. It's supposed to be like, hey, let's pump the brakes and fully flesh this out where liberalism is like, balance. hey, we have this great idea and we're, we we need to start moving on it right now. Yeah, progressives are the idea men and then Republicans are supposed to be, or idea people, uh, <laughs> Republicans are supposed to be like, the, okay, well, let's take a look at the nitty gritty and see what actually needs to be done to make that. Exactly. A, a let's not overextend ourselves. Let's That's make a sure. Very good analogy. And so, so this is, this is the problem in America is a, the Overton window has shifted so far right. And so when I say the Overton window, it's it's the way we look at things. It's like our perspective has shifted so far right that like right of center seems normal. And we're like, oh, 
this is so radically left. And it's like, dude, you have you ever been to like anywhere else in the world? Because it's not radically left. This is expected. The rest of the world laughs at us because we're so like far behind with prison and education yeah. and healthcare, etc. It's like when it's like when Great Britain came here to fight the civil war against us. By the way, we won. Uh, but they came here. You mean the revolutionary? The revolutionary. Sorry, okay. thank you. Sorry. No, no, you're good. My apologies. It's getting really late. Energy, <laughs> energy supplies are running low. Um, sort brain cells. Um, <laughs> apparently, um, but they came here and they were so shocked and awed that we still had slavery. Yeah. They were so like, what? Wait, what do you 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 do? What still? You know what I mean? It's it's much like that. Now these countries are looking at us like, wait, you guys don't have like, wait. You pay how much for health care? Well, and the funny thing is, I oh, that's a very terrible precursor to what I was about to say. The Just ironic thing is slavery still isn't gone. We have it in prisons. Yeah. Did you see the, the, the governor of Arizona, I believe it was the governor of Arizona, said with prison reform, they wouldn't get the labor... And therefore, the state's economy would completely collapse. So you're telling me that without prison labor, your entire state's economy is going to collapse? That means you're dependent on slavery. That was what the South was. The South was not this incredible capitalistic like endeavor that was working out well. No, they just capitalized on human capital. On this week's episode of How Fucked Up is Fucked Up. Slavery. That's fucked up. Right, so so this is like slavery. Slavery. This is it's still going on today. I I highly recommend for those of you at home checking out Netflix. There's a documentary called Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are also starting to find out just how fucked up Victoria's Secret was. So because there's a lot more scandals than just the idea that they got all their bras from prisoners. You know, prisoners were making the the goods being sold in stores because you know they were paying ten, literally 10 cents an hour for the labor right so absolute slave labor because i mean and we're not talking like oh this is like 40 50 years ago 10 no. cents is atrocious 40 50 years ago 10 cents gets you nothing here isn't that done mostly in ohio i believe so i think yeah. i think cuz that's where they're based yeah victoria's secret is based out there but here nor there Hulu has a an incredible documentary on the Victoria's Secret Empire and and uh, what's his name West something absolutely uh, less what Les Le- Weinbrenner it's, it's, it's Leslie something less less wine because he wine, has a name Weimer. that sounds like it's a girl yeah um, nothing against the name Leslie for a boy I'm just saying in my own mind that's how I remember. yeah yeah no that's totally fair yeah so anyways Thirteenth is a documentary on Netflix it talks about uh, prison labor and how it's basically the 13th amendment was supposed to eradicate slave labor Mm -hmm. but between the way our prison systems work the quote-unquote war on drugs of 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 the reagan era and even prior to him with richard nixon two of the most racist presidents in history and i mean in all history but they were just so good at covering it up and how that has basically allowed america to continue on building off of slave labor here nor there going back the idea of liberalism is a very good thing but it it's an ideal right like for me i want to push these huge moves and like it's good for someone like you to say hey let's pump the brakes let's continue to dive a little deeper and then maybe we do dive a little deeper and kev you're like oh yeah no this actually makes sense let's let's go on with it like you and I are going to Washington putting on our ref shirts and we're going to take mm-hmm. over. We're going to get this done. Dreams you know? really do come true. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you're like, whoa, we got to pump the brakes because that won't be effective because we're moving too fast. Typically, when I have ideas like that about us putting on referee shirts, you're the one who says, ah, wait a second. Yeah. How are Not we gonna, so fast. How are we going to afford the gas to get out there? <laughs> that is very true. Easy. I'm, I'm gonna tax. I'm gonna tax the rich people. Yeah, I'm always for <laughs> what that. What is this tax for? Oh, it's for Brian and Kevin's gas money to get to DC. <laughs> it's fine. Did you? Speaking of gas money, did you see that Bezos was trying to? I think it was in Amsterdam. He was trying to get them to take down 
A historic bridge. So his $500 million yacht could get through. <laughs> the audacity to say, hey. The, uh, no, the, the audacity to say, no, we're not going to take it down. What the fuck? Who do you think you are? I, I, oh, that's right. We're, we're probably on Amazon podcast. I hail from. How dare you my ancestors deny are from Jeff that, Bezos? That area. Nah, fuck Don't. it. They can kick me off Amazon podcast. Fuck it. Most of our subscribers and most of our listeners are on iTunes and Spotify. So yeah. Suck it, Amazon. Yeah. Unless you want to sponsor us. <laughs> you know what? No. <laughs> it's gonna I'm be, saying it now. It's, it's a Papa John's deal. It's a Papa it's John's deal. It's a Papa John's deal, deal baby. We will not talk shit, but we will not promote you either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Amazon- I'll promote Apple. I'm I'm a big fan of their product. I know they're like, oh yeah. They're actually, like, I shouldn't. Promote speaking them. of speaking of slave labor, yeah. Um, but yeah, but Amazon's fee would be a lot higher than Papa John's. I'd charge them way more because they can afford it. <gasps> Dude, maybe we could get Jeff Bezos' ex-wife to sponsor us. We'll talk Ooh. shit about Jeff Bezos. Hey, listen, Madam like Madam X Bezos. <laughs> Hit us up. We'll do it for like, I don't know. What do you want to say, Brian? 100 grand a year? 100 grand a year. We'll talk so much shit about Jeff Bezos. Mackenzie Scott, is that her name? Yeah. Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Mackenzie Scott, you're a beautiful you know what, lady. You know, who's, you know who she's with now? Who? Who's a that si- guy? He's a science teacher. Aww. In they got married. Oh, that's so pretty. That's super cute. Isn't that amazing? I love it. That makes me so happy. Yeah. She went from a super rich man to a man who doesn't get paid enough for what he does. Now he can do it out of just pure passion. That's accurate. He was before. <laughs> now he just like, he could probably give a salary back to the school system. Yeah, and he no longer has he could to. buy the school system. Dude, he no longer has to uh, produce meth with a former student. Well done. Thank you. Well done. Proud of that one. Science, bitch. God. Anyways. I want to come back to the idea of making change and, and getting really, really pissed off. Okay. And this is, I, I want people when they listen to this to a number one, a one, <laughs> you think my bad, enjoy shit. them, like enjoy themselves and yeah. like enjoy the show. Listen to me, get enraged and laugh or get enraged with me. And so that's uh, one B. And that's... I'm so confused. (laughs) I want you to either really enjoy yourself or be getting enraged. Yeah. Enraged enough to make change. And there is change getting made. So with Roe v. Wade, people got really pissed off. Uh We had people like Olivia Juliana raise $2 million, over $2 million in, in a week for abortion rights of women. Uh, because Matt Gates body shamed her publicly. You had Kansas as a state denied. There was a, a motion to restrict all abortion in the state of Kansas. And the state legislature put that down and said, no, I think that's why Dorothy left. There are going to be abortions. She did not leave (laughs) Kansas for an abortion. Jesus. Uh, but, Part of the call was, hey, we need to codify this. And there's a bipartisan effort right now. So Tim Kaine, uh, Murkowski, uh, uh, Virginia Murkowski of Alaska, Cinema of Arizona, and uh, Collins of Maine, Susan Collins, are going to try passing a Reproductive Freedom for All Act, which would basically make Roe v. Wade actual legislation right and so the supreme court wouldn't be able to overrule it and so because they didn't overturn roe v wade saying it wasn't right they overturned roe v wade saying it was an overreach of the 14th amendment and therefore it could not be applied so it's not that the the idea of abortion should be legal or illegal it was just they used it as it was an overreach well if the congress if congress can pass legislation Bam! Now we have uh, reproductive rights for women. And so this is something that's very exciting, and it's happening bipartisan. Remember, um, Murkowski and Collins are Republicans, and Cinema basically is, uh, even though she's a Democrat out of Arizona, and Tim Kaine is the Democrat out of Virginia. These four people are coming together in a bipartisan fashion. So 
it's actually very exciting to see. It is. And God damn it, maybe Biden was right. We can actually get stuff done in a bipartisan fashion. I don't know. Uh, I don't know out. what's going to be met, what kind of opposition it's going to be met with when it gets to, you know, the table of the McConnells and right. and uh, what's his fucking face on the yeah, but on the House side, um, the Republican, that the minority leader from California, that asshole. I can't remember. Uh, fuck me. Here, here nor there. Yeah. Um, this is really exciting. And it just goes back to, to the point where if you speak up. Like, you have the control. Right. We think that the politicians control everything, and they really just don't. We have the control. And so people like uh, Susan Collins and, and Murkowski are forced to take action because their constituents are speaking up. And if Lisa Murkowski wants to last in Alaska, she needs to represent her constituents. Similarly, Susan Collins. Now, Maine is a lot more purple, I would say. And so she really has to kind of stick with it. So these this particular act is going to be a major move. And I'm really, really hopeful that we can get back on track and, and not get pushed around by this quote-unquote silent majority. But it's all bullshit like the McConnells of the world. I like that. Yeah, I do. I think it can happen. I think we. I think it just got proven. You know what I mean? Hey, listen. There's a lot of veterans. You know what I mean? That that went out and and fought for this Pact Act and protested and and stood their ground. There's a lot of ladies in this country, dude. Oh, they are standing their ground. Oh, they are that's what, that's what I'm saying, dude. Just fucking wait till we march them down to Washington. I mean, I'll drive them. I won't march them down. Fucking, I just, I cannot stand the current state of the GOP. Wow. The GOP is about to get got. Oh, I like that. You're welcome. GOP get got. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, anything else, Bri? You look very handsome today. Did you see your hair? Trim no, your beard. I trimmed my, trim my beard. Trim trim beard. That's what I, I noticed. I noticed. Actually, it's funny. My manager, <laughs> my manager, I walked in. It's like, what happened to your face? It's like, what? It's like something changed. It's like, oh, I, I trimmed my beard. I, I couldn't find the two clipper before mm. I went to this wedding. Mm. So you went and with so the one. And so I went with the one. Yeah. Because I was like, the three isn't doing much. It's more yeah. like. And um, yeah, my wife was like, hey, I can see more of your face. It's so handsome. But she, but she didn't say anything after that. She's like, hey, I can see more of your face. I'm going to have to talk to your wife about how to compliment you. I was like, because well, here I am telling you in front of all of you, our listeners make, how beautiful you are. Yeah, you make like Noel get with it. I feel like the statue of David. Yeah. To the Madlibs community because of the way you speak of me. Yeah. Ladies, just wait till you get your, you set your eyes on him. And fellas, too. And fellas, too. Sorry, though. He it's is bear taken. season, baby. It's, it's taken, coming up. He is taken. It's coming up. Yeah, I don't trim my own beard. I don't when I go in to get my hair cut at the spot. Do you? You're, but you're always so quaffed. Like you, you put product in your hair. Yeah, dude. Thank you know. Maybe what? that's what. Shout I, out, shout out to Tammy, and Spa Blue. Yeah. If you guys are ever in the Dundee area, or they have also have a location in uh, Barrington, Barrington, South Barrington. Yeah. Um, fantastic is that, spot. Is that all South Aveda. Barrington, the Arboretum. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, okay. all Aveda products. It's all it's in my hair, baby. Taking good care of them. That's probably why I don't have much. Dude, you want to borrow some of my Aveda shampoo? No, it's, it, no, no, no. At this point, <laughs> there's no going back. Like the damage has been done. Oh, okay. Like I'm, I'm, I'm balding. Like it is what it is. I'm, I'm, I, I'm fine with it. Like yeah. I, it forces me to buzz my hair. Well, you'll, it forces a, my wife to buzz my hair. You'll be a handsome bald man, though. Thanks, man. No, okay. I, 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 I knew I had a decent shaped head. Got a great shaped head. In <laughs> high school, I was on the swim team, and we shaved. Your yeah. heads mm -hmm. uh, for whatever was going to be your last race. And so hmm. because it made you a little bit faster and same thing with like you were supposed to shave your arms and your legs and stuff like that. And it's not only people think it's just the hair. It's actually removing like I guess it's the the 
highest layer of skin, like it basically you're taking off some of the dead skin. So it makes your nerves more reactive and you're going to mm-hmm. be just a little bit faster. That's what they said. Yeah. I didn't shave anything but my head. I still had chest hair and everything. <laughs> I just want to shave my head. But well, if you would have fully shaved, it would have been too much of it. You know what I mean? The, the people would have lost by even more. You were just trying to make it fair because you're all about equalness. You're you're right. You're right. I'm all about you know the equity. Even when you didn't know, dude. I, you're right. You're right. You're like I got you guys. I got you. Like they didn't know, but like that that dude's so silly for not shaving his back hair and his chest hair, and then they raced you. <laughs> I didn't like, have back hair in like, high school. And then at least. you're like, they were like, damn, he really is a I, fucking. Generous I was man. lucky. I did not have back hair in high school. Now I'm just a gorilla. So. If you guys want to know more about uh, Brian's back hair, please like, subscribe, <laughs> share, comment on our Facebook, shoot us out some messages. We're always here to talk. Hey, and, and thanks again, Ryan, for the feedback. Yeah. I really appreciate you. And for texting me while you guys were at the wedding. Yeah. And and, and, all the, and all of you that, you know, I know we shouted out Katie last episode. Yeah. Her, her son heard and thought she was, like, famous. She, like, she is. Now. Like, because, like. He was like, oh, that's like Mr. B shouting you out. And I was like, yeah. You know, like 0.0001% of yeah, his Yeah, he's at that 100 YouTube, million mark. 100 million, yeah. That's crazy, dude. We'll but, you know, new and new and old, if you, if you ever want to shout out or you want to bring up a topic, you know, Stan has brought up some topics. Yeah. Ryan br- brings up topics. You know, if you want to hear something, let us know. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll bring it to you. But mm-hmm. otherwise, uh, we we hope you are enjoying the programming. We're, we're continuing to go along and and you know maybe one day this hits big but in the meantime we just enjoy having the conversation with the community as it is right now and so thank you do good do great Make a move, running through the streets. A to Z, follow my lead. Saints status quo, this is rock and roll. This is skydive, yellow now, run them This is bye bye, ta ta, audio. This is all or none, this is all I know. This that I don't know, we try to go. I don't even know, I'm just trying to roll. Me and my friends trying to hit the road, trying to catch a wave, gotta see my soul. Thought I was gone, but I'm back. Why one's only attack? Uh, got no time to relax. Let's go pronto ASAP. Uh, make you watch my moves. Added it in you. They ain't heard a good move, well, this is what you gotta do, just break out.